grief. There we go. Hey. I love it. <laughs> Hello, Ishan. Hello, Jeremy. How are you, my friend? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. So good to reconnect with you over the past couple of weeks. Great to see your face right now. Excited to have you be on the Oh Hello platform. Excited to have you as a mentor. I have the pleasure of knowing who you are. Uh, why don't you tell our audience that's either watching or listening who our guest of the Oh Hello Pod and Vod is right now? Who are you? So I am Ishan Bamek. For those that don't know me, I worked with you at Tube Mogul, but we have kept in touch since then. And it's been many different stops on the way from <laughs> since our Tube Mogul oh, days. And and so yeah, so I've I've gone and worked at uh, TV Data Startup and Sama TV. I've worked at I you know co-founded my own data startup for a short amount of time. And from that, I've gone to the market research end of the marketing tech spectrum and worked in Simmons and MRI Simmons. And then most recently, I've worked uh, in my current role, which is GFK. And that's a multinational consumer market research company that's in 67 countries and you know top line billion dollar company. So from a from a very you know like a nine person startup to very large companies, uh, I've I've done. Uh, range of things in the marketing world. Amazing. Yeah, you've got some some great experience. You've worked at some awesome companies. And uh, the, the global experience of being a partnership lead is really unique in, in comparison to what a lot of people have done within the, the marketing technology space. You're also a, a dad. You're a husband. A Miami resident now. <laughs> I, so I was waiting for you to say that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> From, from California to New York, down to Miami. You got to stop in Chicago again sometime. Oh, yeah. I love Chicago. I just uh, need to visit in the summer because I've been in Chicago in the winter. And uh, I've been in Boston for six years, and Chicago is colder and, and beat the pants off of Boston. I, I'll, we'll leave it at that. We will leave it at that. <laughs> not going not gonna to fight over Chicago versus Boston. Both awesome markets. Very similar weather. Would love to hear about what defines you, just in terms of what characterizes your skill set that you're going to be sharing with the Oh Hello community. It's a great question, but it's one that I'm passionate about. I think passion is part of that. I think part of part of what people know me for is I've I feel really passionate about helping people. This is why I wanted to get involved. Whenever whenever you pitched this, I was I couldn't click faster <laughs> on on becoming a mentee and giving back. I also think that, you know, uh, the mentors that I've had have sometimes been informal, right? So a somewhat more categorized and more structured approach to mentorship is something that I wish I had, um, or I wish I had more of. Like, for example, when I worked at Microsoft, there was a pretty structured mentor mentee program. And that was something that I was fortunate to have. But since then, it's been kind of less formal. And I'd love to introduce that to a lot of folks that, that are needing that today. Oh, what else uh, makes me who I am? You know, I love, I, I do 
love knowledge and data. And that's why I think when I got the opportunity at TubeMogul, which was my first gig in the data side of this marketing business, I really inspired, I was inspired to learn as much as possible. And so I, I learned everything I could as much as possible about the data industry. And even comes today, I'm, I'm learning constantly about clean rooms and we're in a very multi-scale project about that. And uh, it's, it's continually fascinating. It's something that I I think I, I have a, you know, kind of a broad-based generalist skill set. And I think that there are, an, are a number of specialists at my company, but um, there could be more generalists. And I think that's a very important skill set to have. So I would say that I'm, I, I think I'm good at being a kind of like a generalist with specialist tendencies. <laughs> I respect that. Having worked with each other. Yeah, that, that's, that's pretty valid and accurate. What would you tell your younger self as someone who you, I consider you an, an academic? You've also uh, have worked really hard to get to where you are. Uh, when you look back and, and we're at the same age and point in life, when you look back and what would you tell your younger self? What would you tell 25, 35 year old Ishan? I think back then, and we could, this is a philosophy that I'd love to dig deeper on. Please. I was, I was, I am, I'm, I'm, a little risk averse. I'd, I wouldn't like to say that I am, and but this is why I kind of jumped into being a co-founder uh, because I was so paranoid and terrified of taking risks. And I think that comes a little with like a, like kind of like an academic background. Like you know my background, and you know that you know uh, getting straight A's was a mandatory, right? So what what does that what does that produce as far as, as, as a career? Well, I'll tell you that there's pros and cons, man. So, you know, the pros were like, you know, I got great um, experience in academics in, in my resume. Right. But then the cons was, you know, I, I think it created a bit of risk averseness, averseness in my career that I don't know if it was a, a pro, right. When you're, when you're when, like, when you're going to school, for example, and you're trying to get nine out of 10 or you're trying to get A's, right? And for me, it was like A's or bust, especially in my family. I don't know if that prepares you for the real world, right? Yeah. Like if yeah. you're getting nine out of 10 sales calls, right? You're not truly selling, you're order taking, right? You know, what What was Jordan's career, uh, uh, you know, percentage, his shop percentage? Was it, was it 90%? No, then he'd be, yeah. Then the, anyone who's like, like the best, the best baseball players, the best basketball players, like five out of 10, four out of 10 is more like real world statics, statistics. Where crazy for baseball, the, the shot percentage for basketball, even half of the shots someone takes is crazy. So exactly. Uh, so, yeah. so what happens when you start trying to like achieve perfection from the academic world in the real world? What happens when you're trying to do that in the in the business world? What happens when you're trying to do that in the startup world? It doesn't exist because then you start avoiding failures. And avoiding failures is a great way to stop learning, right? And that's something that, you know, to, you know, I, I've learned a lot from you and, and your and your your goals around empathy, like the girls goals around sharing and understanding and being vulnerable. Like one thing I would have told my former self is to take more risks and be more okay with failure. Thank you for the nice compliment. I, I, I appreciate that. But I, I hear you. And I think that that's something that that's part of the reason we are creating this platform is to be able to provide that guidance and that it's okay to take swings. And even taking a swing right now, leaving 
different roles that I've had in the past to say, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot. Why the hell not? I can always go back to the corporate world. I can always go back to sales leadership, commercial commercialization, go to market strategy, whatever it might be, any title, any role, but life is too short to not take risks. So I love that you said that, 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 that hits home yeah. to me. And just even, even jumping on, I don't know if I'm cutting out, but the same applies in a role, like taking risks in a role, even a corporate role, even a role, you know, that's established, like that's how you make it. That's how you achieve success in the role. That's how you separate yourself from your peers. I, to be, to be perfectly vulnerable, I might have suffered a little bit of that at two mogul. Right, because I was doing my thing, I was managing all the data partners, but you know, could I have pushed myself a little bit more? I think a hundred percent, and and I think ultimately it's what you know, what what's led to my pathway out of mogul. So you know, those years, those yeah, but that was also years ago, and 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 learning and growing, looking back, like that's the that's the value, it's the benefit of understanding that it's a journey, that there's not a linear path, and that. As you develop yourself and your confidence and your skill set, and the more you get smacked in the face in different ways, or um, in my case, just uh, even uh, right before this pod, being kind of red in the face from just being outside and balding uh, to go get my son. Sometimes life just smacks you in the face and you just jump back and you figure shit out. Yeah, that's right. With, with that, Ishan, just tell me a little bit more about who some of your mentors are within this ecosystem, whether it's professional and or personal. Yeah, most recently when I was um, coming off my st- you know, my failed startup, uh, I think who took a chance on me in this new organization and was, uh, was uh, I think I consider him a mentor, even though I don't check in as much as I should, Andrew Feigenson, he was, he was someone who was like, hey, you know, I think Ishan um, has a lot to offer in this particular site space of the of the Martech world, and he was managing Simmons at that time. He was the CEO of Simmons and came off from Nielsen and was kind of a quote unquote turnaround CEO to the Simmons business to make sure that it grew um, in the eyes of its new acquirers. So Andrew's been really at that point was really someone who valued my input, even though I was you know, outside of, outside of the, the partnerships experience, you know, pulled me into a lot of meetings about strategy at the highest level. So and it's something like I really needed at that time because I was, I was pretty, pretty uh, licking my wounds from my, uh, my failed startup. So, you know, mostly recently it's been Andrew, you know, when it was at Microsoft, I can shout out Darren Maury. Uh, when I was at iBanker before my, my, my stint at business school, it was my, my manager, direct manager, John Slarzik, he really taught me about how how to really you know work in work in a business and and have really exacting standards as as is the case in iBanking. So um, got a lot of that work ethic from from someone like um, uh, John. So yeah, a lot of folks a lot of folks really helped me out. It's amazing, amazing. As you know, Oh Hello is going to be into, is integrated into uh, approximately fifty different. Uh, an ecosystem that has access to 50 plus different charitable causes. What are some causes that are near and dear to your heart? I think anything that's like an education-based cause 
is near and dear to my heart. You know, back, okay, so back in 2015, I think it was 2015, I even tried to create a cause within the marketing tech, ad tech industry, along with a friend of mine, Ali, and he and I, and a, a bunch of other um, leadership people, a lot of people on the board, wanted to create kind of like a pro bono model for the marketing world. I didn't think there was one available. You all know about pro bono from maybe lawyers or other kind of professional services. And, and they're, what, what they're doing is they're taking their expertise that they charge at a very high rate and offering it for people who can't afford it, right? And I said, wouldn't it be great if we did something like that in marketing? And, and we built this you know, 501c3 called Chief Good. And since then, it's kind of fallen by the wayside. But I, I feel like the the concept of pro bono should be in more industries. And I'm welcoming to to get that band back together again. So the idea of doing what we do, which is ad serving, partnerships, marketing services, but doing it for charities, for doing it for, for, for awesome. those that don't have that the expertise, nor do they have the budgets. So what we did is we had a three-pronged stool. We had people that had expertise helping out with people who built ads for charities. And then we had donated inventory from the publishers. And that donated inventory could have been uh, is written off as as tax write-offs. So instead of giving someone the bottom of the, you know, the bottom of the list inventory that turns into like the worst belly fat ads, you would give it to a charity. That charity would then um, get someone from uh, the Pratt School of Design to uh, to add to their portfolio um, a, a high a high quality um, ad for that particular non for profit. And so that was a great three legged stool that that worked for about you know I think a year and a half, and then I think Ollie got really busy with with his with his family and I, and I moved on to other things. Well, there, there's always time to do it again. You've got time. Right. This is so good to have you, Ishan. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being part of the Oh Hello community. Thank you everybody for listening, for watching. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Um, I would do anything for you, Jeremy. <laughs> Thank you, Ishan. Thanks everybody. Till next time.